Tennessee Titans with the 34-3 blowout victory over the Miami Dolphins yesterday in Nashville. And that seals the deal for the Tennessee Titans. They have clinched the top spot in the AFC South, uh, not finishing the season, but they're now 11-5 on the season. One game left. They've already clinched their spot in the AFC playoffs. And we have Mike Keith, voice of the Tennessee Titans, on our program right now. And... Mike, we're going to start, uh, we're going to go back to the question that we received from one of our listeners, and we just want to double-check our math on this, okay? So the question was, do the Titans not need to win this coming Sunday to maintain their top seed and the off week that goes along with that? Mike Keith, voice of the Titans. Good morning. The Titans need to beat the Houston Texans to be the top seed in the AFC. Or have Kansas City lose, right? If Kansas City loses on Saturday, yes, that would that would also be the scenario. See, right now they're tied at eleven of five, and the Titans have the tie-breaking edge because they're head-to-head. Am I right? Correct. And if it, my understanding is, if Kansas City lost, even with a Buffalo, New England, even with Buffalo and New England victories, then the Titans win that tiebreaker because of head-to-head with the uh, head-to-head record against the other gotcha. three. I'm yeah. always sure that's right. I'll have to review that <laughs> scenario again. No, I've, I've, I've been searching this, and again, every time I think I have it figured out, something else, some other, if so-and-so beats so-and-so and outscores them by 33 and a third, you know, then, but, but I, think, I, think we're on, I think we're on the same page on this. Yay. I think, I think we are. Let's say we are. <laughs> I would say this for yesterday's game. I sure like defense. Defense travels in the playoffs, and the Titans defensively are, first, I'll say a lot better than I thought they would be. Have they Have they surprised you? Let me put it that way. They have not surprised gotcha. me in the second half of the season gotcha. for this reason. Um, all of the pieces are in place on defense. Everybody who the only guy who's not playing on our defense that I thought would be at the end of the year is the first round pick Caleb Farley who got injured and was put on injured reserve back several months ago. But when you consider that you've got Harold Landry and Danico Autry and Jeffrey Simmons and Bud Dupree and on and on and on, Kevin Byard playing great, Rashawn Evans, you pick up Zach Cunningham for free. You know, a few weeks ago, yeah. when he's waved by the Texans. Um, it's, I mean, it's a star-studded lineup. It's a bunch of guys who were first and second-round picks, guys who've been to Pro Bowls and guys who've gotten all kinds of recognition in different parts of their careers. Uh, also, Jr. guys who are getting paid a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't get paid a lot of money unless you're a really good player. So the defense coming together has not been as much of a surprise. I thought the defense would have some issues the first half of the year uh-huh. as they kind of figured out how all the pieces would go together. I kind of thought this is what would have happened. They're maybe even a little better than I thought. Just going into yesterday's game, I mean, the Dolphins are on a little bit of a roll, and oh, yeah. I, I'm a fan of momentum, you know, and they were playing for something, obviously, but... Boy, they just couldn't move the football. I mean, the 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 turnovers were what? Just two zip, right? Two for Miami. Yes. It, it wasn't a crazy number that would lead you to think that the final score would be what it turned out to be. No, but they couldn't convert on third downs. Yeah. 
and we gave them long fields, and we put them in third and long. Um, what their offense has been predicated on, it's been predicated on run after the catch. Um, gotcha. Tungavaloa has not shown to this point that he can stand in the pocket and consistently deliver the football down the field. As a matter of fact, 11 of his 15 touchdown passes were five yards or less. Huh. And that's what they've been. They, they've been running the RPO game. They've been run, you know, a lot of things. Like, now, maybe Tungavaloa develops into that guy. Right. I don't know, but he's not there yet. We made the game exactly what we wanted to make it. And that was him having to stand in the pocket, hold the ball, pick a guy, and deliver it. The other thing, too, is he's only 6'1". So if you cage rush him and make sure that he has to stand in there, Mm -hmm. it's harder to see. I mean, a a lot of these quarterbacks today with height, it doesn't matter anymore because of how the offenses are run. I get it. But Baker Mayfield still has a hard time when he's surrounded by guys who are 6'6", and the same for a guy like Tua Tungvaloa. Yeah, you can't find a passing. Not only can you not see, you can't find a lane to throw to. Right, exactly. Is, 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 uh, rate, rate him for me. Where is he in this young batch of quarterbacks that all seem to come from Alabama or have Alabama roots somehow? <laughs> well, I think all 53 players on both teams yesterday were from Alabama. That's how it felt. <laughs> uh, I mean, it really is remarkable. Um, I don't know. And I don't know if they know. And I think that's why they were in the Deshaun Watson talk leading up to the trade deadline. Huh. And, you know, there, there have been reports that had Deshaun Watson gotten the cases up against him in civil court settled, that he would be huh. a Miami Dolphin right now. Hmm. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know that they know. And that's the one thing about him is he's – He's throwing to Jalen Waddell, who's really good, just like he was throwing to him at Alabama. But he's not throwing to guys who are as open as Alabama's receivers are (laughs) because they're so much better than the other team's defensive backs. And he's he's not asked to stand in the pocket. You know, what Mac Jones is doing and what he did at Alabama has translated well to the pro game. Gotcha. to his thing, I think, is yet to be determined. You know, there are some questions about arm strength. and I mean, we'll see. You know, he's he's a good player, but is he the franchise quarterback? And I don't know that we know that yet. Or as they ask Eli Manning, is he an elite quarterback in this league or just a quarterback in this league? Right, right. I mean, he, listen, he certainly belongs in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not... Yeah. <laughs> I'm not in any way trying to demean the fact that he plays in the National Football League. The question is, is he the guy to take you to the next step? And I don't think we know yet. I watched the first half and then listened to you guys in the second half of the game yesterday, and the first punt for Miami was not good. I think, uh, was it Harlan that did the game? He said, uh, short, low, and wobbly. He goes, and he goes, and short, low, and wobbly is not a good way to go through life. I said, I get the Animal House reference. Nice. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. Okay. Let me tell you something. If there's anybody better 
at references than Kevin. First of all, <laughs> Kevin Harlan is fabulous calling a game. But if there's anybody better at references when calling a game, I don't know who that is. Yeah, there's no question. He's, he's, he's pretty good. All right. Uh, are you like me just saying, you know, I'm old school. I still believe if you can run the football and stop the run and you, you win the kicking game, which we don't give the Titans enough credit, and I talk about punting per se, about winning the kicking game. You win the kicking game, you run the football, stop the run, you got a great chance, especially, you know, you don't know what the weather's going to be. Maybe the Titans will right. have to play against Kansas City or, or play in Nashville in the snow or whatever sure. the situation is. I just think that, I just think that travels well, those, those elements. Yeah, we've got two inches of snow on the ground here this morning. Gotcha. Uh, uh, so, I mean, it was 80 on yeah. Saturday. Yeah. And now, and now we've got two inches of snow. So you don't know what you're going to get. 100%. It still works. It, it still were if you can play defense and you can run the football and you can do nice things in the kicking game you can beat anybody in football yeah because fo- football is still about physicality um, we don't talk about it as much as we once did because I'm not saying violence I'm saying physicality they're two they're two different things uh, the physicality of the game and being able to lean on your opponent and get a yard when you need to get a yard or get two yards when you need to get two yards and then be able to keep the other team from doing it, it's a big deal. The other part of it, too, is when Brett Kern punted them deep three times, mm-hmm. it, with, because Tua has some of the issues that he has right now in terms of consistency, you know, he completed less than 50% of his passes yesterday. Okay, you get the ball at the seven, you make a first down, good for you. You make another first down. Good for you. Guess what? You're at your 27-yard line. <laughs> and, you've, and you've got to keep doing it. And that's what the Titans did well with the complimentary football yesterday. And they did it early in the game. It was the third possession of the game where the Titans, by using the wind and the kicking game and the defense, flipped the field. And they only had to go 46 yards for their first touchdown. And the first touchdown in that game was huge because it was sleeting to beat the band mm-hmm. at that point. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it does. Uh, uh, incredibly so, yes. Dumb question. When do you you find out schedules, I mean week to week, did you not know yesterday that the game time for this Sunday would be 1 o'clock? Was that, was that still up in the air on that last weekend? Yes. It was? Yes, it was up in the air based on results. And so we found out last night we are staying in right. the one o'clock window. Um, they they want to, you know, some of the mystery about week eighteen was taken away. Yes, because of the results of the day. Sure. And so they wanted to feature matchups sure. where teams that have implications are not playing at the same time. That was the goal. And and in terms of ours. They moved Kansas City to Saturday, and they left us in the 1 o'clock window on Sunday. So that's not a bad deal. So it, we'll find out all the playoff scenarios and schedules and all that kind of stuff, I guess, Sunday night? Yes. They will announce what's going to happen in, in terms of the playoff pairings on Sunday night in gotcha. terms of where the games go. Because, right. you know, we have a Monday night game this year in the playoffs. Huh. I did not know. Yeah. 
All right, and and finally, you know, the, the the mystery of, and I'm not a fantasy guy, but I've seen all the fantasy things. Get Derrick Henry for this week. Get Derrick Henry for this week, or get Derrick Henry for the playoffs. What do you think? Well, <laughs> I, I mean, it, I've seen the reports, and and sure. I, and let me just tell you, I haven't seen Derrick Henry because I'm not allowed in the facility due to COVID and all the protocols. So I can honestly say I have no idea what he's been doing. It would be interesting to see when you would want to start practicing him based on the fact that once you do, like when you say Derrick Henry is designated to return, he has a three-week window. He has three weeks of practice. Would you want to play him like this Sunday mm-hmm. when he's only had one week back on the practice field if you decide to designate him this week, mm-hmm. which they have not done yet? Right. I, I, I don't think that's likely, um, especially the way the Titans are running the football right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I would think you would you would start to look at that next week. That would make the most sense to me about when you would designate to return. But let me just quickly say this. I don't believe anything until I see him practice. Everybody can be as optimistic as they want to be, Jr. You've, you've covered this for a long time, too. You know what I'm talking about. Playing football is different than running on the side. It's different than running on a treadmill. It's different for for everything you've got to do. At some point, you've got to go play football. And and I'm always optimistic about Derrick Henry. I know he's trying to get back. I know they've left the door open. But until they designate him to return from IR and we see him practice, I don't think it gets real until then. Yeah, and game shape is different. Playing in a game, you know, running those shuttle drills and all that kind of stuff, that's all well and good. And he may be back, and he may be healthy enough to play, but will he be the Derrick Henry that we saw, whatever, six weeks or two months ago? That, that, that's the question. That's where you go. Am I going to use a roster spot? Well, and the, we have a back who's rushed for yeah. over 100 yards in three games since he left, and in Deontay Foreman. Right. And and at this point, how do you work it out? You know, first, yeah, it's a roster spot for one thing. It's a game day roster spot of the forty eight. Mm-hmm. And so, how do you kind of work out the rotation? You rushed for one hundred and ninety eight yards against the hottest defense in the NFL yesterday. So I think you've got to have a plan. You've got to feel good about the plan. Um, the, you know, potentially you've got more time. The the biggest thing yeah, about yeah. this buy might be huh. if the Titans can finish it off, is it may give you time to really formulate the Derrick Henry plan. Interesting. And, and the, the question, it really comes out simple. Is Derrick Henry at 70% better than so-and-so fill in the blank at 100%? Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's exactly right. I mean, he he, and the thing that you have to consider, too, is with a foot injury, which is a, a, can be a strange injury for anybody, how good do you feel about where he is physically yeah. for not just his short-term future, but his long-term future? 
Yeah, that that and does sure. does he have confidence in pushing off and cutting and, yeah. and those kind of things? Never been hurt in his career. Hmm. So he's never had any sort of injury to this severity at any point. And you know, that sometimes guys just, you know, shake that off. And sometimes guys have to battle with that some and you don't know. Yeah, very, you just don't know. Very quickly, just to, to wrap things up with a nice little bow, it's fun going into the final week of the season with something to play for. No one yeah. can just mail it in, including you. I mean, they're, they're, and, and that'll be a fun game to see where it all shakes out in the postseason. And we owe them. Let's face it. We owe them. I mean, we, we'd have this thing wrapped up if we had taken care of business on <laughs> November 21st. And, you know, they... They beat us when they were one and nine. Now they're four and eleven. They've won three games since yeah. you know since we played. They they played some pretty good football. Um, yeah, this this one has a lot to it. And then there's the Zach Cunningham element. Will be fascinating to see what his mindset is going to be going back to Houston just a few weeks after they cut it. All right, Mike. We'll talk next uh, Monday morning. We'll have it all figured out by then. That'd be great. I look forward to it. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Mike Keith, voice of the Tennessee Titans. As the Titans claim a victory, tied for the number one spot with the Kansas City Chiefs going into the final week of the regular season.